There's no way to know what a bigger IP is. How would you judge that? I I want. Do you guys do you guys want to hang out and measure IPness? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Zuby with you, America's most one-of-one TCG podcast. I'm, of course, joined by the Lord Master himself, Josh. What's up, everyone? The Lord Master? Well, don't worry. I'm getting to your enter right now. I am joined by the man who will tell you why not to buy Magic's hottest set, <laughs> Louis de George. I don't think that's been my take so far. That has been your take on every other set, so I'm that's... assuming that you won't break the proudest tradition we have on this podcast. That is not true about Phyrexia. All will be one. That is or brothers war upset. It is not, and we're joined by the man who takes nine hours to drive a five-hour car ride. Uh, welcome, George, to the podcast from a hotel again. You spend more time in hotels than you do in your own house. Yeah, this is my life. Facts. Yeah, I'm here for Disney. I'm here for Lorcana. Yeah, George is going to go to Disney and beg everyone for Lorcana promos, of which I'm guessing most of the Disney employees will be like, "What." What is Lorcana? <laughs> like, here you go, sir. You want a pin? Like, yeah. I mean, some Lorcana and a pin. Hmm. I don't think Again they're with the handing pins. out Lorcana promos to anybody who randomly asks, George. I hate to burst your bubble, but... What am I doing here? I I, I enjoy bursting your bubble. They're not going to hand you a Lorcana promo. <laughs> All right, let's tell everyone what we're talking about today. We're going to be Lorcana. chatting about the one-of-one. One. Uh, we're finally going to get something right. We're saying that the one-of-one one, uh, magic card will be worth at least 1K. Uh, we're going to talk about Baldur's Gate 2.0, question mark. Uh, now, what did I say about the intro again? <laughs> I, I forgot that. You said I, that yeah. wasn't your take? I never said that was my take. I just said we're going to talk about well, it. Well, you didn't say that while we were recording. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the slower release cycle currently for Magic Ooh. than the last couple months or last couple years. Boo uh, the topic gonna... or boo the cycle? Boo the cycle. Yeah, he's got terrible takes. Uh, we're going to talk about the Need alternative. We're going to talk about the alternative TCG crew and is it growing or is it just the way it is? We're going to talk about Lorcana and then we're going to talk about MetaZoo eBay toys. So <laughs> I'm excited for the indie TCG crew where the two options are you're either growing or it is what it is. <laughs> That's, those are the two, the two takes. Let's go. Poo pooing the podcast, both of you. I, not, I, I just, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm not excited. Boo. All right, let's talk about the the one of one uh ring. Uh how pissed are you that it's not a soul ring? Josh, go. Not at all. Really? Not even a little bit. <laughs> I love that's like your first slightly. question about this the, card, by the way. The worst. What a perfect what a perfect Louis question that was. <laughs> how about we frame what's going on for those don't who don't know? Magic the Gathering and the Lord of the Rings set did a preview pre-release the week of the recording of this podcast, and they announced that yes, Louis finally got something right on Kitchen Table TCG. Cheers, there will be a one it of happened. one serialized soul ring. Yes, when you throw enough poop against the wall, some of it will stick there. One of my biggest pet peeves is YouTubers who who start out videos at the end of spoiler season like, I told you so. This is what I claim, but here I am. You know, here I am telling you so. Actually, I didn't because I said said it would be a one-of-one soul ring, so I was wrong. I suck. So we knew that already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So here's a different question, Louise. Why are you mad about this card? Let me ask ask a slightly different question here to all of you. Yes, I'd love to answer something more fun. Is this the most expensive TCG card ever printed? 
I had this thought the other day, and there's only one thing to compare it against, right? It's the Alpha Lotus. It's more valuable. There's already uh, there's a scanning offer right the, now. Hold on, more. hold on. Wouldn't the one thing to compare it be to like the Illustrator Pikachu? Wouldn't that be worth more than the Alpha Lotus? What did, I was what did Logan Paul in, buy the? Well, he said in TCGs. Okay, sure. let's go non promos. Let's go non promos. I think promos from a and box. Like, okay, like from a box card you can pull. Like I mean, like I imagine there's like uh, like if a test print Alpha Lotus came out, right? I sure. imagine that would be worth more than there, everything. There was a I don't remember where no uh, didn't didn't somebody find one of those? Wasn't there a non backed Alpha card that like uh, got sold last month or a couple months ago? Mm, don't know that I have no Maybe. idea, but I can tell you I was driving home from work and I had this exact same thought. Given the opportunity, being able to pick from each of those piles, one had an Alpha Lotus, one was the one of one Soul Ring. I don't know if it's because it hasn't dropped yet. It's really hard not to pick the Lotus. So let's go over two things. Which one would you prefer and which is more valuable? Okay. They don't have to be the same thing. So there is a public offer for this card at a hundred thousand dollars that says, uh, that says a hundred thousand dollars and I will match or, or beat anybody's offer over so, that. But he says, and this is what I love. He's the hero. He's the hero to all of us store owners. No, he's not. We'll get him to he watch. Is, he's not the hero. In a he's minute. the hero because he's saying that in order to sell it to him, you cannot release that you pulled it. You cannot say that it's been pulled. Uh, you have to oh keep it God. secret that it's pulled. Okay, we'll, let's get to that in a minute because that's just, like I'm fine with him doing that. I think that's fine for him doing that. It, it doesn't change anything. We'll get that in a minute though. So, like, let me go back to another question here: Is this the most valuable card ever printed? <laughs> and would you rather have this or an Alpha Lotus? I so know that's a different question I asked before, but like, right? I passed it I on to Louis and, and and let him go. <laughs> I the one of one right in a community that's the that's the size magic is makes it feel like okay mathematically it would be but it doesn't have the history of the lotus so i think there's an opportunity for it to get there but i don't think I, if i had to pick one right now i'm sticking with the lotus being more valuable the alpha low the most expensive alpha lotus i'm sticking with that for now it's it's definitely not more expensive than an alpha lotus what's an alpha oh, lotus you're wrong what's an alpha lotus go for right now a few hundred thousands my god couple hundred thousand three hundred thousand i'll look what i'll look what you guys discuss but i i here's, think there's an iconic nature there's history I, so let me, let me okay let me be very clear here i would prefer an alpha lotus i think i i would definitely prefer an alpha i would lotus. but here's the problem here like this is why i'm convinced this will become the most valuable magic card ever printed Hmm. By the way, none of this is financial advice. Go back to our previous podcast for how wrong we are about literally every topic we've ever discussed. <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, if you're like, oh, geez, this, you know, I got I to gotta ape into this thing, you know, good luck burning your money. Um, something to 1K. Um, so, the um, there is one of this. That's this yeah. is going to become a uh, ego contest between the whale of whales for magic, which is why I do think he was smart to say you can't tell anybody else I have it. It's not for the reason you think he's a genius, but I think that's the reason it's actually really smart. Is because like I think if you were to say put it on Facebook and say, "Hey, all of you whales with eight figure magic collections, mm. come get it, come get it, yeah, give me your best offer." 
I'm, it's a secret bid. Highest bid wins. I thought this card had a cap at 100. That's now the floor. This yeah. could easily be a half million dollar card. So, and half million is the last, well, not the last sold, but there was a uh, 10, Gem Mint 10 uh, Lotus that sold at the, in January of 2021. So we're talking peak. So th- that's peak, peak bubble. Peak bubble, peak TCG boom, a PSA 10. I don't know if it's PSA. I assume it's PSA based on the. Has to be basically, I think. Um, yeah. PSA 10 sold for 511,000. Yeah, I mean like I think this could I think you could if this card sold it for 700, I wouldn't be stunned. I wouldn't be stunned. It's also autographed by Chris Rush on the slab for whatever that that's worth. Oh, zero. on the okay. adds zero. Uh, I think on the slab it probably like adds it. something. I think I love yeah. autographs on the slab. I'm a big fan if you're going to like if I had a like if you're good if you're gonna autograph it autograph the slap yeah for sure especially with something like that i don't know i think this card's worth more it, i like i rather have the lotus because i would i, I yeah, hate lord of the rings so like i don't want uh, <laughs> we're starting early this week that's good i appreciate that i Louis. don't want that i just don't want the lord of the rings magic card like I don't, I don't want that. I mean, don't like, want this garbage. Get it out of here. <laughs> well, if you're um, comparing it to like history, yeah. If you're comparing it to like the history, I like how we're comparing history. Lord of the Rings is garbage, right? <laughs> like, like there's some history there. There's some history with Lord of the Rings. I think. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, like I just, I rather have the Lotus. I think you're right, though. This probably becomes. I think you could tell me a story where this becomes the most expensive sold card from a booster pack ever that's wild go ahead josh what does this do if this surpasses the the you know the graded cream of the crop gem mint 10 alpha lotus what does this do to that market are people who are in the market for that going well if the lord of the rings card went for seven hundred thousand, is there going to be that ego they're like like the, the community is going to be divided my no. lotus should be worth more i'm going to start asking for this I don't. So the only uh, that could happen, like we saw this in the boom with the Jordan Rick, when the Jordan rookies came out in the in the um, in their COVID boom, and like all these other cards started to go up with it. Um, the reason I'm not convinced that will happen is there is a zero percent chance in my mind that whoever buys this card doesn't have an Alpha Lotus. <laughs> like this will not be your first high end magic card. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, but like. The only way that's true is if this goes to a banana pants Lord of the Rings fan. If you like, well, if somebody has like gone to the land of the hobbitses, shout out to all of our many fans in New Zealand still. And uh, if this go to the land of the hobbitses and they are like, oh my God, I have to have the one of one, that's how that could happen. But like, like there's an argument this card leaves the, the magic Lotus. community. That's a good point. There's an argument this card just leaves our community. Like the 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 magic collector collector community, it's just gone. It's just it's not there anymore. It's also like listen, I like this will change hands I think once or twice, then it will be in somebody's hands for a very long time. Okay, let me throw So you're saying Rudy's going to buy it. That's like, your that's your no, God, no. I don't, I don't Rudy so. doesn't buy this card. Nope, no way. I don't think so. This well, sixty percent market Rudy. value. What do you mean? Rudy, put in the conversation <laughs> below if you're buying the card. Rudy's like, I'll buy it for sixty. I'll buy it for sixty percent market value right I now. I was stunned by the open offer of a hundred. Stunned. You're stunned that, that it's low or high? I'm stunned that I'm stunned that that's the opening offer. Yeah, that's high for an it, opening offer. It came quick. It came quick. Like, I was thinking, like, what would I offer on it? My gut was like twenty five. 
Yeah, but so I thought seen, I could find we've a buyer. Seen what you offer on cards? We saw that last week. Okay, I agree. I did not <laughs> offer ten thousand on the um, one of one for cryptic like you want to. I understand that. Um, so, like you know, you know, I understand that. And I apologize to the community for that. So, like, here's <laughs> here's my thought on this. What if it's not pulled? My favorite comment. Can I address something to my comment section this week? My favorite comment this week to my comment section has been, "What is it? Uh, something along the lines of why would why did what's what's to prevent Wizards of the Coast from even including this card in the packs?" And my response is like, it doesn't cost Wizards anything to put the it's card also, into yeah. the packs. It's also super illegal not to put I was about it in the to say, packs. I think that I think that would be a pretty big like, problem. That like that is super illegal to have odds of something that doesn't exist in packs. Yeah, super illegal, but it also is impossible to track because there is a less than zero percent chance that this ends up in a sealed collector box somewhere, or more realistically, in a sealed um uh bundle somewhere but no so the gift bundle bottle. the gift bundle that contains the collector pack is the dark horse in the race <laughs> imagine no there's a gift bundle it's you know be opened up by some kid for christmas it's not gonna know what it is my prediction and it's, it's gonna, gonna be like it's like they're gonna, they're gonna email the guy with a hundred thousand offer like hey man i used it to store my gum i couldn't find it on the mtg <laughs> player website uh like it's does the offer still good player. it smells good now it smells like double bubble but like you know what does this do to the value for you so there's a there's a real there's a real chance walmart like there's a gift bundle at walmart grandma picks it up and boom there's the most expensive magic card ever i mean there there's a not we've talked about the magic community and being let's call it disconnected from some of the inner workings there's a real chance this card gets pulled no clue what it is and and sits in a binder and and shows up on storage wars in 2074 (laughs) like there's a, a local guy who uh, who has been doing some Pokemon stuff with me. He's been buying a bunch of Pokemon and trading in cards or whatever. And the other day, he sent me a picture of Magic cards. And it's like 95% commons. Because he's sure. like, hey, I opened up this box at from Walmart a couple of weeks ago before he had known our store existed. And he's like, did I get anything good? <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's where this card pops up, in my opinion. Um the, the only reason people... I don't think that's likely is because the boxes are so expensive. That might what boxes? that might be true. The collector boxes. Collector boxes. So we, what do you think is not likely? That it ends up like in... somebody it, like it, I have a hard time seeing this as like a whim purchase. Right. When it's a four hundred dollar box. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's in the if it ends up in the bundles. If it ends up in the gift bundle, all bets are off. Yeah. If it ends up in the gift bundle, all bets um, are off. So this could get wild. Somebody else has been some other conversations in the community have been that it's going to end up like the McDonald's uh, Monopoly promo where there was that big scandal a couple of years ago where the, the yeah. promo card went to yeah. like an employee or something. Not like the that. promo card, but good try. Continue. Not promo card. The, uh, <laughs> the you know, the, the, the boardwalk. The, the boardwalk. Yeah. yeah. So like, how does that work? Do you think Wizards... Well, if you go to Backyard Breaks, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Foggy Sports fans. Do not flame me. That was a joke. There's this running uh, controversy in the sports world. That why is group why are you... Back, that this group called Backyard Breaks gets all the hot boxes. Mm. Um, Do they? Like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. 
Why, why are you actively making us the target of different now, groups listen, of people? Let's get the that views, gets baby. views. Yeah, that gets the views. Let's get Put the in views. the comment section. Are you team backyard breaks or not? <laughs> I'm not. Them. I'm not team backyard breaks. This is the really? first I've ever heard of it. I'm not team backyard breaks. Oh, then they I, are I am so damn entertaining. They are so <laughs> yeah. entertaining. They're, backyard breaks. I don't is think the they're in the Nobel Peace Prize, but they are really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> backyard uh, breaks for president. Um, but like you know, like I like listen. I have no idea. I will say like that thought crossed my mind too. <laughs> it's like it would be really good for Watsy for this box to get opened up on a very big YouTube channel. So imagine like Rudy getting to open this up. Yeah, like or I, like kitchen table, even bigger. So imagine I, like imagine like kitchen table does like a box opening and gets nothing. Then they go to hometown TCG and he does a box opening <laughs> and boom, it gets pulled immediately. Yeah. That would be great content. I so, think I would freak out. So, Josh, I'm, I'm curious. I from also your think you would freak out. Like, I'm curious from Josh's perspective here, as a non-store owner who yes. has a YouTube channel. Do you see the value <laughs> in opening this to pull the to attempt to pull the one of one soul ring <sighs> you, on your channel as a as content as an enjoyment of opening packs george always says people just like opening packs do you pay 420 dollars for a box or or four thousand two hundred dollars for 10 boxes to open them or on your channel forty two thousand for a hundred boxes uh to open them or, on your channel i was gonna give you more options continue well Tell me you don't watch my content without telling me you I don't yeah, watch yeah. my content. My I video spent, today, I spent I, twelve hours with uh, with my. Oh, kids I don't want to hear your excuses. No. I make time. I comment for the algo. No, I I don't think this is a chase card. I had a conversation with George about this this morning. I I, I actually in my video, thanks for the prop. I mentioned your free box, I and we saw this. something similar to Dominary United, but not the same where the whole idea of like tabernacle, there's a $4,000 card in the set, but it's so rare. It, it's literally not in the set. Nobody yeah. opened this chasing tabernacle. One of I us said that was going to be the case. And the other person was saying the opposite though. No, the other person the was saying the legends cards are exciting, but you can't, I said, you can't open it to chase tabernacle. I said that, but with this card being kind of that experience on steroids to a million, I don't, I don't think this is, you can even factor this in when you talk about the price of the box and the price of the set. It, it doesn't even matter. Okay. Can so no, I'm not. No, yeah. I'm not opening boxes to chase it. Will I? Will I label a video chasing the one of one? Yeah, of course. Will I? That's all. That will be every video <laughs> of Louis the next thirty days. There's like, there's like a a desire of mine to just sell all the magic product I own, like everything. I'm talking like my entire commander collection. All my not stores, the elves deck. My popper elves deck. Whoa, all, all of my no. stores inventory for magic from the last you know five years. I don't have a store five years, but whatever. Selling everything and just buying up every single box that I can get my hands on, like asking for like four hundred boxes from Distro, and like just opening everything <laughs> on the channel. Just, I like the. I like that your target is 400 boxes. Like, A, that's going to make a dent. Listen, 400 boxes? <laughs> no, no, not to, like, make a dent, but to, like, have it for the content. 400 boxes at, like, our price is, like, 120 thousand dollars. That's oh, insanity. Or you, or, 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 or you could just buy the card when it's pulled. That's... 
<laughs> or you can just buy the yes. card with both. Buy the singles, Louie. Buy that, the singles. That's buy. Oh my gosh. So let me ask you this. Is the professor gonna advise people to buy singles instead of chase this card? Just go buy the cart. If they if they don't give this to the professor for his booster box game, I don't know what they're doing. Like <laughs> there is there is a <laughs> negative one million percent chance he gets this card if it's if it's if it's if it's if it's, if it's seated. Yeah. Yeah. If, say hi to Rudy for me. This is easy. <laughs> If it's, has, if it's seated, I know Rudy don't get along. If it's seated, I know who it's going has, to. It wouldn't go to Rudy. Has go to? And Rudy don't get not, along. Not either of them. It wouldn't go. To oh either. no, Rudy would get no, it. No, neither. Rudy would Rudy's get it. only got Rudy's subscribers compared to the professor's way lower. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They they don't they don't have beef with Rudy. That's mm. not true. I feel like they, they might fake beef with Rudy. <laughs> That's. Oh, you think it's uh, it's like when Louie and I drum up beef to get views? You think? Yeah, it's I mean, like similar? I think it's like I think it's like disagreements with Rudy. There's like beef with the professor. Ooh. No, okay. I mean, there he is got, beef with the professor. I'm, I'm not he, saying I'm not saying there's listen, not beef with the professor. I'm I have heard from sources before that like getting kicked out of the content creator program feels pretty bad for people. It does. It does. Uh, I have heard that from reliable sources. Yeah. Um. So like, I, you know, I can't imagine <laughs> that feels great. Okay. So the one of one, Josh, you don't think is uh, adds value to the clocker boxes, right? No. I, I how about how about the three thousand? There you go. Non foil, three hundred double rainbows, seven thousand non foil, seven hundred double rainbow. Bingo. Um, that gives you that gives you the the excitement. So we have proof. Now that serialized cards in Magic the Gathering work to an extent. And this is a serialized version of what might be the most played card right now in Magic the Gathering. Non-land, sorry. Most played non-land card yeah, that's in Magic the Gathering. So, yes. Yes, this this adds value to the set. It's also reserveless artwork. Is that basically what this is? I mean, they. It's, that's essentially... It sounds like because it? it's, So the... I guess it's reserveless art plus text type kind of because it's like it's got the it's not just the artwork so i guess hypothetically they could make one with the artwork but not the but not the elvish the elvish text uh let's hope they just don't do that i hope they do that i hope they do i hope they do one of that the one with the opposite (laughs) yeah i i thought this was i thought this was more versions of the one ring because i was at work when this was going on i was actually i was working on something i had it on the other screen i was like that's dumb. That is, and then I saw it was so I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. Yeah, it's very confusing that the one of one wasn't a soul ring, and all these were soul rings. No, like, that's, that's, a, that's it's, I mean, just I correct. It. I, I get it. But. It's just correct because in Lord of the Rings, all the other rings are just rings. They're um, just rings, and the I one ring is the one. I, right? I didn't. I, not gonna lie, I didn't know that Lord of the Rings had rings. So, um, they, they also have a lord of of these rings. <laughs> uh so that that gives you the desire to pull them. Do we know the exact yeah. pull rate? Did they do that like they did, um, like they did with uh, Brothers War? I don't think we know the pull rate, but if we do, because of both uh, cards, the serialized version and the one that's just a limited print, which I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've never seen them tell how many of a normal card are going to be in a set. No, I don't ever have. recall that. Uh, we are we. We could theoretically know a collector box print run. Yeah, we for did Magic that with Magic the Gathering. Brothers War. I will say that, like, 
the um, I was blown away by the demand of this product after spoiler season. Like, are you, well, are you, are you sensing the future here? The like spoiler, spoiler season, season. Oh, spoiler season hasn't started. even officially started, started. I don't think. <laughs> what, what the hell you call They spoiled it. What do you call it? It's a season. The first it's preview one. season. They gave us a first. Oh, one. my God. Okay. Look, I apologize, everybody. Preview season, not spoiler season. The previews with the freaking cards in it. Uh, with the know, magic release cycle, George. Um, like, I got a billion people asking me for boxes all of a sudden. Yeah. Like a billion people asking me, like they, they didn't care about the price. They did not care at all about the price. They don't care yet. Yeah, like, right they're, now they're, we're they're, still... they're, they're, they're willing to give credit card numbers, buddy. So right now we're still. I don't take the... money until I get boxes. But right they were now... will, They were absolutely willing to like give credit cards. Target now. Right now we're still in pre-order prices are are high attitude, but I I don't think that we see these drop. Unless we have a Baldur's Gate 2.0 scenario. Oh, good, I, good transition. Good transition. I don't, I don't think that we see these drop much from the $400 price tag. Um, the collector box specifically. Right. The other two products, a little bit of darkness on the horizon. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, there's just not, like, the power level is. We don't know. Yeah. We, super we know early take. Yeah, super early take. Can I ask you a dumb question, Josh? Because I, I didn't get to watch the first take thing all the way through. I was like watching it, but not able to listen to of it. Of course. I just said I was working while I was on, but yeah, go ahead. D- the box toppers. there's Because there's all these box toppers that are popping up, like uh, the Great yep. Henge. Is that in yep. every product? Is that wh- where is the the box toppers? Where are those coming from? No idea. No. no idea. I know. I know the box topper breakdown. I also know it doesn't create because the the cards in this set are going into you know modern legality things of that nature. But the box toppers don't add to that. If the card that comes in your box topper wasn't already modern legal, the box topper printing doesn't make it modern legal. So I know I know that little wrinkle. But as far as where the box topper packs will be found, I'd assume it's it's pretty it's pretty normal for them to do you know one in a draft, one in a set, one to two in a collector. That's an yeah. assumption. I think Ikora, uh, Ikoria was yeah. one, and Zendikar Rising, I think, was one draft non-foil, one mm. foil in set, maybe? I think so. Nope. No, it was nope. two foil? No? Zendikar, Zendikar Rising, all the box toppers were non-foil expeditions. The oh, only place right. to get the foil expeditions oh, yeah. was the Zendikar Rising right. collector. You're right. Interesting. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved that set. That, in my opinion, is the saving grace for set boxes, draft boxes in the set. Um, You've got Great Henge spoiled already, and you've got which is ensnaring bridge is already spoiled, and then uh, Wasteland. All I mean, yeah, three cards that are high tier in terms of commander playability and excitement. Really cool artwork. Like I can see the box topper version of Great Henge being a card that like makes the box like the highest value card in that you pull in the box so like i yeah i think that's an exciting thing that artwork looks awesome too how you go to the ring stuff like i was i was blown away like people are just people are super hyped about this yeah like people so, like this is yeah. gonna sell well this is gonna sell um way better than i expected this will sell very very well um my only fear is like god like is it gonna take some steam away from commander masters God, you do watch hometown TCG content. Let's know. go, George. It's my home page. It's my hometown home page. 
Let's go. That is a danger for command. The, the scheduling for these sets is questionable. But before we go on, I want to go back and talk about box toppers. Well, do you think it's weird that the box toppers appear in what we kind of maybe thought this set had a chance to be, where it's the it's the old card. It's a card that already exists, but it's surnamed uh, something that fits the Lord of the Rings aesthetic, but it has the old magic card name. It's technically a reprint. We don't see that anywhere else so far. Uh, so we saw that in Ikoria with the... No, no, uh, I'm saying with, with this set. We don't see it anywhere uh, else yeah. with this set. I, I mean I like that. Like I Me too. I frankly don't like the um the name change cards. Like it's just I don't know. I get why they do it. Like they they like it makes sense, right? They need a great henge reprint. It doesn't make mm -hmm. sense for them to call this card the great henge because it's the party tree. And I assume there's some sort of lore connected to uh Lord of the Rings <laughs> with the party tree. Uh like it doesn't make sense for them to name it that way. So like I, I get why they do it. God. But like when I right, just be honest with me. Are you doing this now just for the algorithm? No. I've I I don't like Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, like I'm kind of convinced you're doing this just for the comments at this point, I'll be honest with you. No. I'm excited to grab some of that uh that sweet, sweet Lord of the Rings YouTube search. So, yeah, that's great. I'm pretty excited for uh, that. But when somebody plays the party tree, I'm going to have to be like, what is that? And they're going to be like, oh, it's the Great Henge. And I'll be like, oh, okay, duh. Yeah, I mean, like, but that, but so, like, that only happened that. to you once. Like, you always make a big deal. They're like, oh, they'll play it. And I'll be like, what's that? Then they'll tell me. I'll be like, oh, you've said that a couple times. That, that'll happen once or twice. And then you'll just, you'll just get it. You'll just know. Like, yeah. that's not a big deal. No, I get it. I, I just don't I'm allowed to not like it like I'm like, you know what I mean like no I'm not saying you're not allowed to not like it I agree it's fine but I do think it's a good solution to their problem like I don't prefer it but it's a good solution to their problem so um I do like that yep. there's box toppers in the set I think and like Needed. strong box toppers we haven't seen like uh Dominary remastered had had bad box toppers like so, like the box toppers are so bad that I don't even open them when I open the box. I just give them away to somebody like at the store. Like they're horrible. There's nothing good that you can pull from them. And we saw that with was it Crimson Val? I think uh, that had box toppers that were just like they weren't good. What's up, doggy? What up, dog? George, do box toppers move the needle for your customers? You you have a very unique store here. Yeah, like, like people like box toppers. People love box toppers. It's wild. Okay, um, you know people just love box toppers, and it's like one of those, Like I'll be honest, like, I don't get it, but like it's one box toppers one do really well. So far, the box toppers are like ultimate masters uh, level box tier. Toppers. Yeah, and that's I, like huge. Listen, I am blown away by this set. Um, like <clears throat> I, if I, if I had not just eaten delicious, disgusting food, I would have been eating an ice cold chicken finger right now. Um, like this set is going to move a lot of boxes and it's going to sell them at very high prices. Um, yeah, I think one of the no. arguments to that is that they have said that they anticipate it will be the highest selling, the most selling magic set of oh, all I mean, time. Clearly. I mean, like, Which, listen, that. That makes a lot of sense to me now. That did not make a lot of sense to me when they said it. Which means the supply has to be that high. Yeah. So like, what if what if you part. don't get allocated, George? What if what if you ask for X number of boxes and you get X number of three hundred plus? To, I'm, I'm used to um, that now. Yeah. It's all right. I'm used to that now. Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna put if, in for for collecting? If, if you need Scarlet and Violet, DM me. 
Um, <laughs> no, no, no. DM me first. <laughs> no, no. DM me. <laughs> Pokemon's going, right, Louie? <laughs> I mean, they're still go. I just have a lot of boxes coming. Uh-huh. I've been buying a ton of Pokemon. I've been oh. buying the old stuff that they market TCG minus 10%. I don't know what I'll be asking for on this. Um, my guess is I'll go very heavy on it. Like, my guess is I'll go pretty heavy on it. I will say, like, the thing that scares me is the Commander Masters coming out so soon afterwards. Is that, like, I do wonder if people are going to say, I won't buy this because I am buying Commander Masters. I um, think it would be the other way. No, that's crazy talk. I, I think if you look at every other master set ever printed, the solution is to buy singles. Like, there's no That's question. not the way the world operates. Like, com- the like double is- masters was, like, easily the best-selling product in my source history, I bet you. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it sells well, but if you look at this, if you're making a but decision. Really, I know this will shock you. My customers don't print out a spreadsheet of TCG player singles and go, geez, what should I buy, a pack or, or, or the EV of a pack on TCG player? You are so uh, I, I old. Everyone has phones. You don't need a spreadsheet. Like, like I have spreadsheets on phones. I know that much. Um, so, like, like, yes, if you want to save money, buy singles. Congratulations. Louis is right. And the professor is right. And everybody with half a brain is right. If you want to, like, save money, buy singles. <laughs> if you want to have fun and crack packs, you're going to buy packs. Like, this isn't that hard. But doesn't this seem like a better have fun and crack packs experience? We don't know. We don't know anything about Commander Masters yet. That's right. Well, it's a more, it's a vastly more accessible have fun and crack packs experience, and that might be enough to move the needle, right? Your your set I boxes, mean, which the data shows, people that's what people buy to crack. You know, it's always the most popular product in every release that I track. I this is a more accessible fair. product. I think that's fair. Is I I I think that the set box for this is going to be the sleeper. I think that's going to be the big hit that people aren't talking about yet. I'm kind of leaning with with ah, gosh, George, I hate you. I'm leaning with Louie on this one a little bit. The draft and set box are maybe nope. dangerous. We don't know enough yet. Like it's it's pretty too it's too hard to tell. But those might be dangerous products. Nope, no. Nope. I'll be going heavy on set as well. I, I don't think the collector box can fail. But the set, the draft. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? You know why I put because my money where your mouth is, right? Yeah. So that's why you you figured it out. You got it. So Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the history of Magic the Gathering, You're typically, wrong. typically we we see the strongest spoilers first, right? Like typically when you see spoiler season start, first look gives you the best. We I think I, mean, I think we saw like I want to say we saw Liliana in Dominary Remastered. Oh, don't quote yeah me. i don't know but like, like i don't know how you want to qualify strongest but yeah i think you see the stuff that's going to get the most majority of the community the most excited so yeah that's not necessarily it doesn't always equate to power level but so no. so so far we've seen the one ring we've seen yep. a couple of legendary creatures and yep. then we've seen uh a land cycle a mythic land cycle and we've seen mountain doom which is a pain land. You you know, it's Ragnos yep. pain land. Plus yep. you can tap three to deal one damage to each opponent. You can tap seven to board wipe minus two creatures. And then we yep. have seen the Shire, which is uh, a legendary land. It enters and tap. there's some dude that he's talking about. Uh, that's just a little, that's more of a lore thing. It's, yeah. it's not really a power thing. It's just people like the character from Lord of the Rings. Um, but we've seen like a legendary land that enters tapped. And 
yeah creates food not in my mind i'm, I'm asking Oco. you because Oco. i'm asking you because you are more versed in modern and in, in the, the stronger formats is this powerful are we seeing powerful cards in the set so far no but we knew that i mean we saw we saw some interesting tech there was some the the white remand that's coming out is a a card that will move the needle for some people in in more one-on-one 60 card formats than than some others that we've seen but the rest of what we've seen seems largely i mean it's largely commander based it's it's not going to move the needle much in those and it's also not going to really make a, a big landfall in in most formats i would think mm-hmm so that to me, I mean, this is, uh, we're kind of already here, but that to me speaks more of some of the danger of this becoming like Baldur's Gate, um, because we, we felt the same way for a long time about D and D. I mean, we had already seen like a bad D and D set, but Baldur's Gate, the excitement was there until it came out. And then everyone was like, oh, these cards kind of suck. And the themes not really that great. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, now I want to say very clearly though, this has serialized cards. It has a one of one, uh, expensive card and it has box toppers. There, there is things uh, like this can be a lower powered set like Baldur's gate and still be an ex- more expensive box than current Baldur's gate. Yes. No, but that's only in one of the three SKUs we're discussing. The other two boxes have no accessibility to the things that you say are going to save this product. There's no serialized box cards. Hopper. Box hoppers. Oh, box hoppers. Okay. Which we also, don't they have yeah. access to everything but the one ring? It's just at a much lower quality quantity. No, nope. no. The the, the nope. serialized the rings soul are rings are the soul rings both like one both the pack. regular. No, or, it nope. is it is massive text right on it. Collector boxes. Collector only. box exclusive. So what's the one yeah. per pack versus one per box for set? Probably box hopper. Or borderless, um, your yeah. full art borderless style. Um, so I mean, like the collector boxes certainly have things moving needle, but they're starting the price off at. I mean, the distro price for, is a hundred yeah. and a hundred and twenty dollars more than Baldur's Gate collector boxes were for distro from distro. That's so that's fine. I got no problem with that. Could you? I'm curious, Josh. Could you write a story of which this set? tanks like Baldur's gate yeah one i could write a story where two of the three product i i can't close my eyes and envision a world where people on my side of the counter don't want the collector product it's it's again it's the i'm i'm pretty positive they're going to want it at most prices and i think the fact that the the people that we're marketing to for those collector products is wider because if you're a Lord of the Rings fan and you're making your foray into magic, you're probably buying something that you think is collectible, mm-hmm. right? You're not you're you're gonna put the money aside. You're gonna do that. It's the other products that I that I worry about. You could tell me a story with those two products, especially with Commander Masters, a com- combination of what we talked about the power level and you know maybe the widest reaching set in Magic's history coming next, like uh, literally next month where we're not spending money on the draft and set box here. Hmm. Okay. I I think like, I agree with you collector boxes. I actually think draft boxes are a for a store anyway, like a relatively safe thing. Like I can imagine people are going to want to draft play. or play sealed or do league yeah. with this box for a long time. Well, we like, also saw they're going to allocate, they're going to hard allocate 
pre-release kits. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me that tells you all you need to know about what they expect for the set. Yeah. So I I'm bullish on the set. I am a little bit like fearful of supply still. Like I think that's Ooh. that's where I land. Is like I would love to do the math if we get the like that will be kind of something important important to me. Like doing the math on how many collector boxes and comparing that to I don't remember what we came up with. Collector boxes to one K. I don't remember what we came up with for um for brothers war i remember the community had a number um based on the serialized cards like i think that'll be a really interesting thing to evaluate there's less serialized cards in this set than brothers war mm-hmm. total mm-hmm. you gotta love that i i think there's i think we're gonna be allocated hard on collector boxes that's my gut based on the price i like, i, I think be allocated yeah. hard it like also that. means they're going to base allocations of based off of the other boxes. I bet you. Yeah. So George, let me ask. Let me ask you this: as someone who's you're pretty all in on this set, if if you're allocated hard on collector boxes, but they say, hey, you can get as many draft and as many set as you want. Are you going to go ham? Or are you going to be tempered back a little bit? Oh no, I'll go. I'll go nuts on the set. Okay. This set's going to sell. This set's going to sell. Yeah. Um, and part of it's also like you know, we'll get this in many here, but like my my players are you know a little hungry, hungry for some more boxes. All of a sudden, you know, I don't know what Wizards is doing over there, taking a little uh, break from producing cards. But you know, maybe it's time to get back to work and start making some boxes again. I don't know. Just speaking, you know, speaking as a actually, store owner here, I like this. We're transitioning to the slower release. I actually like the slower release. Yeah, of course you do. That you're like you know who, who wouldn't love who wouldn't love making less money. I'm with you, Louie. You know, like, come on, man. You're a good content creator. You could I just let the transition your, I, happen. I disagree with your opinion on podcast transitions. That's that's what we're having here. I like giving people an opportunity to say, I'm going to pause the episode right now. I'm going to get some work done. I'm going to do whatever, and I'm going to come back. This is a good you, stopping point, and I'm going to come back to the video. I'm going to hit the share button with my friends, and I send it to my friends. I'm going to hit the like and subscribe button. I'm going to go to Hometown TCG finally and subscribe to Josh. Finally. I like wow, giving them yes. an opportunity. Oh, my God. I like giving oh them, my God. <laughs> I like giving them an oh opportunity to do that rather than just bulldozing into the next topic that's my you philosophy literally on content you literally wow. change the tile with the title in it they are aware if they're listening they don't the know they don't ever. know man i if like that that was good louis they're missing george's beautiful mug i don't blame them for not watching i'm not gonna lie we are not the best looking podcast on the internet not accurate not not accurate you're kind of ugly that i agree with <laughs> okay so do we like the slower release george you hate it why because I like money. It <laughs> 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 seems easy to make. It <laughs> seems easy to make. You, you, you know, know, you, you, you know would, what makes money? Selling boxes. You know when you sell boxes, most of them? That release. I thought that all the sets were pumping and everybody wanted everything that's coming everybody out. Everybody loved, and- like, don't be wrong. Like, sales are still way up. But, like, listen, man, you know, release is like this amazing week. Where like you just look, and you're like, oh, like, like the beginning of the week is terrible because all your money goes to distro. The end of the week is amazing because it all comes back home, and it's like it's really like there's really this anxious cycle that like you've gotten in the habit of, and like I, you know, come on, wizards, let's get back to work a little bit here, shall we? I will say I am glad they're avoiding the Pokemon set. Yeah, 
Josh, like I what think is that too thoughts? many games released within a week or two of each other. Yeah, that's fair. Which like, I, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm flabbergasted. I went from friend of you to fan of the podcast to yeah. co-host permanent yeah. guest and i have been waiting since episode one to hear george finally say out loud well i like money like yeah. what, what what is this i like, like we all knew it we just were waiting for you to say it i just like money the release cycle oh we lost him we finally got I rid not, of I have, not we finally got rid of like a have, special guest walk by as a I, ghost it was, I offended. it was the one ring it was actually the little <laughs> hobbit i offended him he left did you just call your wife the little hobbit Maybe you need to pause and apologize real quick. Yeah, All you right. need to blank that camera out again. We'll be back. Uh, I no, the only good, the only saving grace. I I've been critical of Magic's release cycle in the past, and when we got the news of every product stuff for you, you got to learn what you like and learn what you don't. If that's where we're going, then the release cycle, I, it's it's fine. There's literally always something to talk about. I've talked about the benefits. It covers up the stink a lot faster like we talked about magic 30 ad nauseum and then the next thing happened and we were just we're off it we're on to the next thing shocking the big thing that i think we're missing here is wizards might have got kind of lucky that the set that is in this biggest span is not a stinker imagine we were dominary united or streets of new capenna up to this point that's that would not be great i so I, th- I think we're lucky that Phyrexia All Will Be One was well done, well designed, and well received. I'm pretty. So I was like, my customers have told me they're ready for another, they're ready for the next box. Like part of it's just like, listen, they've gotten trained. What they right? do? Like, call you up? It, were, they were like, hey George, <laughs> hey George, I haven't, you, I haven't seen you, you for six months. I'm really I excited have been to for my the next store set. Three times the last two weeks. Thank you very much. <laughs> like. Do you, George, do you think you could call up Watsy and get him to release that next box? Um, <laughs> like people want more box. Like, like part of this, is like they've been, you know, customers have been trained now to want boxes at a very rapid pace. And like that doesn't sure. happen. It feels like this. This has felt very weird to me. Let alone, yeah. I don't play the game. This I, has felt weird to me. Content weird. Without a box, I think. I think there's a little bit of truth there. Like everyone wants more of the um, Phyrexian uh, uh, bundles. The yeah, the com- the, the complete bundle, and like that tells me that they are still excited for the set, but they also like the new product. And I kind of like how they are doing that. I almost wish that the Lord of the Rings one, instead of it being a gift bundle that doesn't have anything special, that the that Except product for the one card that product had something unique to it again uh that like built some excitement i don't i didn't like that initially with the phyrexia um all will be one thing but it has worked really well like it has been a success for this set for sure um like and so i'm just wrong on that like i i was just wrong on not liking that imagine Um, where the complete bundle releases at the same time this gap feels so much bigger yeah and like it also like is it takes away from collector boxes, which was my, my, uh, why I didn't like it was because I felt like it took away from the collector boxes. Now, like, I don't know what they did with collector boxes. I don't know if they scaled back the supply or, or what on them. They are holding up better than I anticipated that they, they would. Um, I have said this from the get go. Like it was a demand problem, not a supply problem. Good sets do well. Bad sets don't. Phyrexia I, is a good set. People want it. This isn't that hard. Yeah, but look at Kamigawa. 
Like that's like what you're saying is is a Chris Cox statement on the the uh, the fireside chat. Look at Kamigawa; it's an amazing set, amazing foiling, amazing things, and the prices have completely tanked on it because they printed another complete oblivion of it. Uh, right, six months after release or four months after release. Like, George, we we got we got to the same the same path or the same point, but we took two different roads to get there. I said this. Gosh, what was it? Last month and Louie, you roasted me. I said, Wizards is going to figure this out. They're not stupid. They know, no matter, I don't care what they tell you in any chat, they know they're overprinting product. They know they're printing too much and they're going to correct it and figure it out. And I was laughed off this podcast. And I, not me, baby. I had your back. Seems like they're figuring. No, you told me they weren't overprinting. I like it overprinting. (laughs) They. Thank you. Um, so, I like the slower, I, I like the slower release. I think it's nice. I think like my store has enjoyed going back to the packs. Kamigawa's two fifteen. That's not crazy to me. That's not terrible. Pretty low. I mean, like Louis. That's stop. not bad. Like, like if you're complaining about two fifteen, you're gonna have like, a this really was a set that for a while was at two seventy five to three hundred. Yeah. I mean, like, well, but that okay. that was probably a bit unrealistic, right? Like, like yeah. we've seen that in TCGs in the past. Good. I'll take not not good enough for Louis, folks. I mean, we saw the complete like bundle money. sell at two hundred dollars. That's the takeaway of this right. podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like money. Louis loves it. He's all in, all in on money, baby. I, I think that I just think that that's the best set of the year last year, and selling for below what I mean, what is uh, Phyrexia right now to. 20 to 30 okay so it's selling below like i don't know like i i guess we'll see what happens with it over time but yeah the second wave was too much you're right i mean they were they were overprinting product but the the foolish take the the everyone is is everyone just wants to bang on hasbro all the time and i get it but like they're also they make all this money by not being stupid right like they might do things you don't agree with that generate more revenue and do it in ways you don't like but they're not stupid. Like, they're just not. That's, that's an opinion. <laughs> okay. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop it. Make it, make it a lot stop of money. It. All right. Um, speaking of opinions, let's talk about the alternative TCG industry. So uh, we love magic. We also love alternative games. Um, I love everything and everyone. I... I love you too. Except for two people. You know who you are. I want to talk about the um, not Exodus, uh, but the number of people who you guys think move into the alternative TCG world, non-Magic, non-Pokemon, non-Yu-Gi-Oh. Sure. I guess my question is this. If you are involved in Magic, Pokemon, or Yu-Gi-Oh!, what makes you move into an alternative TCG in 2023 that didn't make you move there in the hype and excitement of 2021, 2020, early 2022? And is that now, um, is the alternative TCG universe now just that? Um, and then it's 
just acquiring new customers who have never been in the TCG. Like I've had amazing success locally with cryptic with non magic players, people who have never played a TCG come have learned how to play cryptic and have been excited about that because they can get in at the ground level, not talking financially, not talking investment. I'm talking like there's only a hundred thousand dollar brassman wills continue. There's only 150 cards. And so they know that they can get involved in the game and they can understand they're not playing commander where there's 24,000 cards and different, you know options they can just play with 150 cards and know what what everything does i've heard a lot of conversation about lorcana of people saying is is this going to be a lot of people's first tcg because they love disney they grew up with that there is this going to be their first tcg um so i'm talking specifically people who are involved in the space is there anything that's really going to pull them into alternative tcgs if they weren't already there we see companies trying to do it different ways, and they all seem to be not finding the success they were hoping for would be, I think, a fair assessment so far. Um, like, you know, MetaZoo's flat out being like, I will have the world's biggest prizes. Now, I will say, I think, like, MetaZoo's a good example where, like, the, everybody tells me Native will be a very player-focused set. So, like, we will see what that does. Like, we will see, like, he's clearly trying to kick up the meta. Like, he is clearly trying to do something with that. Um, you know, I don't think huge prizes alone will get there. If he can, I think if the if the meta, if, if, if like, he produces cards that change the meta, keeps the game exciting, keeps the game, you know, rolling, I think that will be well. Um, you know, we see, um, you know, Genesis has their new uh, PVE experience, which I know Louie loves because he loves everything PVE. No, nobody else wants it but Louie, apparently. Um, like, sure. yeah, uh, PVEs is. There's wild. actually a commander variant that I, uh, that a couple people keep asking me to try out uh, that I've said that I would try out and I haven't had the time for yet. That's a PVE commander thing that looks like a lot of fun. So nobody wants PVE. Anything. Is that, um, is that Pat the Popper and his yeah. buddy? Uh-huh. Shout out so, those guys. Those guys so, are sweet. Yeah. I mean, like, I think what it will take to grow an indie DCG. So uh, I'll get into it right now, I guess. Um, if you're like call George the consultant, I always assign every new client a book and two articles. One of the articles I assign is marketing myopia. And the article basically asks two questions. The first is what business are you in? That is, are you defining what you're providing to the market accurately? And the second one, I think the more important one for this question is, are you selling or are you marketing? And the key distinction the, art, the, the author makes is selling focuses on the needs of the seller. Marketing focuses on the needs of the buyer. So what niche do you think you're filling that magic has left barren? Because that is the only way you're going to meaningfully grow the game. Like Pokemon has IP. Lorcana, if it works, which is a big if. I'm I'm the most bullish person you'll ever meet in Lorcana. But it's still a big if. If Lorcana succeeds, it will be because they attacked magic at their weakest point, which is their IP. I don't, you know, I don't think, you know. 
I think if you're going to be a new TCG today and you're going to try to attract either new players from Magic or even new players who don't play Magic, you have to fill a spot that Magic doesn't fill. And the problem with Magic doing 10 million sets and having 85,000 formats is they fill a lot of spaces. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of these games have kind of struggled to really grow at the pace they want. Um, I'll, I'll go, I, guess, I guess I'll just uh, keep rolling. Uh, the, uh, like the one that does this the healthiest is Tanner. Because Tanner is like, you know what my goal is? Is not to take down magic. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my goal is to have a dedicated community of a you know of a few thousand players producing boxes and a game that they love and I love to produce. Yeah. That is the if you're a new TCG, you should look up to Tanner because that is a hundred percent the right approach to new TCGs. And the print runs then fall in line with that. And his absolute his growth of his company falls in line with that. He's keeping it to like the eight to ten thousand box range at this point. Like that's a that's a win. So like I think like the days of like anybody thinking any of these games are gonna take down magic, they now look comical and now looks hilarious in hindsight. Um, it's just not going to happen. Magic's too big, and so like you have to figure out like what are they not doing? Yeah, and I, I think that's my point in this conversation is to say I I think if you were gonna walk away from Magic, Magic Thirty did it. Uh, a lot of the new games that popped up in 2020, 2021 did it. Uh, that community is there, and sure. now those games need to pull, and any new CCG that pops up. Uh, needs to pull not from Magic, Pokemon, whatever, but from new players. And so from new, not involved in the TCG, which I think is really exciting. As somebody who makes TCG content, I love the idea that the number of people who are putting their eyeballs on trading card games is gonna is potentially going to grow. I think that's a really big win. Um, I think you may even see people who learn how to, I mean, I think it's great. Like people in my store will learn how to play cryptic and then in their downtime when there's not a new cryptic set or when the meta is, you know, boring or whatever, maybe they go over and they learn how to play magic because the transition's really easy and they're involved in the community now. And I think that's a really big win. You hit the nail on the head there. Uh, my opinion on this whole thing is, we experienced a big difference when a lot of these new TCGs kicked off versus right now. And that was the time that you had. You could, you were more free to spend that time kind of how you wanted. There's a lot more people, no, not necessarily, you know, stuck at home making internet communities. And when the day to day grind, yes, yes, shout out to you. When the day to day grind of life is in the way, and, you know, there isn't any lockdowns and, you know, not to mention well, the, the financial aspect of, of, you know, stimulus checks and all that jazz. You have to start reprioritizing your hobbies and you're going to drop some hobbies. And it's you now have to decide, OK, I have I've always been a Magic fan. I had the time for these indie TCGs that kind of goes away what sticks. And I think what either keeps you in these indie TCG communities now or can draw you there is like George said, you have to fill some kind of niche that your main TCG does not cover, whether it be collectability, whether it be competitive play, or whether it be the tight niche community that people do fall in love with. I think yeah. the notion that you're going to see more familiar faces, you're going to know a higher percentage of that community can be attractive and it can create some sticking power. 
The inverse of that is what you said. These new TCGs need to be targeting people. You know, they're new trading card game players. They haven't they haven't got you know their chops wet yet. The problem there is that makes your TCG a gateway drug to the big three. Hmm. That well, there's a reason the big three are the big three. And I'm listen. They they do things well. I'm not here for the slander. Magic's the worst game ever. The resources like no, you're just wrong. It's been around for 30 years. Louis. If that's the way you feel, you're vastly incorrect, and it's getting hard to listen to. But what's going to happen is those players are going to experience that. They're going to experience some of that, and there's an opportunity for them at that point to take a look and say, I have a limited amount of time to spend. I can spend it with something that has you know the proven track record, constant cycle release, or I I can stay here and. I think you're going to be a gateway. If you were to ask me for the bull case on sorcery, yeah. this would be it. Because mm-hmm. board games, it's a board game yep. community. Like this yep. was like the same thought with Genesis. Like you know, I think Genesis has run into some other issues now, but like, uh, like sorcery, it's a board game. It's a board game with cards. Yeah, um, like, that's why I like to play the game. I'm not I'm not carrying the game, I'm not buying the game, but like, <laughs> um, like it's a board game. Like that's the space it attacks, and like sure. That has a far higher likelihood of success than a standard TCG. I, I would say it's certainly more like a board game than Magic is or than Cryptic is. It is it collects and I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. Uh, it collects and opens and is purchased not like a board game, which is a big distinguishment. Like you can't just buy it and have all the cards and have everything for it, which is kind of a turnoff from some for some board game people. Um, but the cards should be pretty darn cheap. There's 10 million boxes, and there's like, and there's like, like the foils will be expensive. Foils are like, super. I did the math the other day. You have to open no, 30, no, no, 39 no, and a no, half boxes. No, no, if you get, no, if you get every single card no, is different, you have to open no, 39 and a half no, boxes. No, to get a full foil. As a guy no, who does a lot of no. math on the channel, so like, I don't want to hear about it. I would do like, like, no, so you should be able to buy a deck relatively inexpensively, would be my god. Sure. Um, like, you know, like that's something like, you know, crypt does that well, right? You can make a non-foil deck relatively cheaply. Yeah. Um, yeah. You but know, like, like if you were to ask me like the, for the bull case of sorcery or like even Genesis, like that would be it, right? It's like they're not going after magic in the magic arena. They're going after a different market entirely. Yeah. I, I th- And maybe I'm wrong. And you guys, you know, owning game stores can maybe give me some advice. I got a buddy of mine who used to do the channel with me who's making his own card game he it's not a trading card game it's more of like a smash up self-contained inbox the decks are pre-constructed and stuff but it's a I'm really thinking. it's a really cool game it's really neat but i've advised him he's like how do i get this to market i said just my opinion is you need to position yourself as as the parasite you need to be something yeah. that magic players do in their in their limited free time between games and magic i i think that's the move i think these companies need to not say i'm going to take down magic i'm not going to say i'm better than magic i'm saying oh you like magic this is why you'll like my oh you like pokemon this is why you'll also like. i think you spend a good amount of time growing as a parasite that frankly that company doesn't care about they don't care that you exist or there you do nothing to them and you can grow your business that way and it's funny because that's essentially how magic started how out started. That's, as, as something to do in between D and D sessions. Between, so yep. like that's yep. kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, like so. I don't know. Like I think that's kind of been this. Like you know, I'm, that's not a happy realization for me as somebody who like loves NDTCGs. But like, you know, no one DTCG today probably has twenty thousand players. 
like and there's yeah. like you know and you know that's a, that's my gut i don't know the numbers this is my hunch um and like i know some of the numbers and i think that's close yeah yeah I mean, there's probably more than that on magic arena right now <laughs> like, like, well there is i there is i did a pretty, i did a pop video about magic yeah, arena there's a, right now that's a pretty big problem it's like you know it's like you know uh, you know will your local mom and pop shop take down amazon maybe i i wouldn't put a lot of money on it though but it's not all doom and gloom, right? There no. is co there is coexistence there. Your local mom and pop like, shop, these indie where, TCGs can exist. Oh, this yeah. is where you have to yeah. have that Tanner attitude. Yeah. Like you I, have to say, I'm gonna be okay, like making a living, doing something I love, and growing a community. Yeah. If you wake yep. up every day and gauge yourself to like, oh, how am I doing versus magic? You're gonna be in for a really rough, rough life. Rough yeah. Yeah, I still think we're in like the golden age of TCGs, like where I, there's. Just I don't. So I many... think that starts August eighteenth. <laughs> you so could many... convince me we're on the back nine of the golden I, age. We're still there, but too. yeah. Mm. No, it's just starting, Josh. We need more TCGs. We don't have saying, enough yet. So I, I'm not saying we need more TCGs. I'm saying like, I think that the the current indie TCGs have space or you're right though we could be on the back nine i think it's getting harder for distro to start taking we've seen this listen it's getting hard new games the last couple of weeks that have really like yeah. had to take some hard looks in the mirror because it's getting harder for distro to justify taking a lot of the games um and so like that that makes it difficult so, to your point louis if you're a store and you have not taken a new tcg in the craziness yeah, of 2021 yeah you are never ever 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 going to take a new tcg there's no reason and these are gone yeah. you just do it because you love it now yeah. and so like you know Ooh. like you know, i remember Ooh. taking new indie tcgs when there was no tendies in it it was rough it was yeah. brutal because you had to beg people to buy boxes nobody wanted. And then, like, everybody wanted everything. And now, we're now we're back to where we started. Yeah, we're kind of <laughs> like, getting back to the thought yeah. of, like, you have to really, really work to build a community. And yeah. most most game stores don't want to do that. But, George, you you made an interesting statement there. And do you think it it is kind of reflexive? You say that if you didn't take an indie TCG in, in, in the hype, you're never taking one. Yeah. If you're if you know what TCGs are, you're a TCG enthusiast already, and you didn't jump into an indie TCG in that time, are are you just done? Have you said I'm pretty much not gonna go? I think you're not gonna take it. Like the, the yeah. only hold that will be like Lurkana if you're gonna have a kid. Like, I have a few people yeah. who are like, I'll take Lurkana, I'll play Lurkana with my kid. But like that's it. But but how long does that last? Like how long does a kid and why not just in, interact with the TCG? Why not just Pokemon? Well, again, we talked about this no, before. Is, Lur not, is Lurkana not, a gateway? That, Josh. Do not, do it's not just a gateway troll. to Pokemon. Do not feed the troll. Do not feed the troll. Continue. Is it just a gateway to Pokemon? I don't think that's true. I think it's more of a gateway to magic. And that's the answer that George should have said instead of being a jerk. Like... I will. I will yeah, want to. Yeah, you jerk. I will want to teach my daughter when she's a little bit. Older, she's three now, but when she's a little older, I'll want to teach her Lorcana because it plays similarly to Magic. It's got resources and whatever, and like Pokemon is not a similar game to Magic. The gameplay is not, you know, conducive to it. So, um, all right, moving on. That's. I don't. This is a really interesting conversation. I, I like talks like that i don't know where do, where do we land final take are can indie tcgs grow 
Are there is there an opportunity? Are you going to jump in? They can like, grow. It's just like the boom is over. Yeah, Louis. I I think yeah I think the the take that something is going to take down magic. I think there's a I think there's a better chance that magic takes down itself. I go back to the idea. I think most people who leave magic. Um, go play video games. Yeah, I think they leave. Shout out to StarCraft. I think TCGs die before another TCG takes down Magic. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think if you are a store owner and you are excited, there's a, I think, listen, frankly, like going back to George Loves Money, there is money to be made (laughs) as a store owner. I like it. You love it. There is money to be made as a store owner by carrying and creating a community based around a new TCG. Um, I think that's true. I think that's like a lesson. Listen, you, you, you make fun of me and my business practices and my ability to run a business. And I've had a ton of success doing it. Uh, So if an idiot can do it, then you can do it. Store owner who's listening. Like if I can do it, then anybody can do it. And I've had massive success with, with cryptic. Um, so anyway, wow! Way to plug Louis competitor live on air. I love it. <laughs> hey man, channel sponsor. Shout out. Skeletons are all shout out. YouTube needs. Shout I have one competitor, and it is Josh. Josh is my biggest competition. Actually, Josh actually thinks that Josh analyzes our analytics and our. No, views. I don't. I don't think I'm a competitor to you. I think I'm way behind you and not nearly as big. You are the Walmart to my mom and pop store. You sit in your little ivory tower and drink from silver while I you know, beg for YouTube scraps. You know, my store calls me that now because you call me that. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. call me the wealthy YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Listen, hey, I just crossed 5K. I'm, there's a resurgence. I'm coming, I call baby. you the ugly YouTuber for help signing. Uh, <laughs> Wait, okay. which one of us? That doesn't narrow it down. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we doing anything, Lorcana? Yeah. George? Big article. So they revealed a few major things. They confirmed the August date uh, for release. Uh, they also said in pretty interesting way that they're going to view the cards as a way to reinterpret some of the Disney stories. Oh, that's cool. Um, which I, they said they're basically doing this to leave a lot of design space open for Lorcana. And I will say, despite what I guess about like this being an IP play, and that still being my gut, Everybody who I've talked to that has had interactions with Lorcana team, they all leave the same thing. Tell me one thing. They're all about gameplay. Like they are very narrowly focused on gameplay. In a way, like I believe them because like everybody's telling me the same thing. They don't know each other. But like part of me is just like, you know, that's great and all, but like, man, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like I just want to play with the Lion King. Um, you know. Uh, reinterpreting the stories, I think, is a really cool play, and I think a really smart decision of theirs. Um, uh, just expand on that for those who might not know what you're talking about. So, I think the way they're interpreting it is that you know, view it in terms of strong and weak heroes, but they can change the storylines slightly through gameplay. This is how they justify Mickey interacting with Gantu. Right. Exactly. I don't know who Gantu is, but it's on the on the screen right here. It's a card that's um, super proud of you. <laughs> like, you know, can somebody tell me who Gantu is? 
we're going to have you know I, the rumors that the rumors that distros opening up pre-orders probably in a couple of weeks that's crazy that's pretty early because what what's the release day is it august, august? Not that early i mean like pre-orders are open for for commander masters been open for a couple of weeks now yeah that's her for the biggest existing tcg with a consistent release cycle and created fan base like and ravensburger's not gonna not gonna release their disney boxes that would surprise me like, uh, that'd be, be 18 months late right louis that'd be all right but like okay, it'll be, you know it doesn't matter no, pro- no problem with it no uh, i, I mean like it. you know uh, they'll, they'll you'll get your uh, you, you'll get your locata boxes uh in 18 languages apparently uh what, simultaneously what i want to know is allocations as soon as possible and this is not going to happen You're, like i will say distro is like keep dreaming <laughs> Like everybody they have no clue what to do. They're yeah. in total panic mode. This is cr- everybody's asking for a billion boxes. This yeah. is this makes the previous segment of this podcast kind of funny because like this will be the biggest influx of new hundred percent TCGs probably ever. Like ever. new players in the TCG probably no. This doesn't count. Lorcana is it's we I've said it from the it's, it's playing outside indie. the it's playing outside the rules. Yeah, it is it indie. is not playing by the same rules as everybody else must play by when they start a TCG. Having Disney behind you is skipping steps and cheating. You're not playing by the indie TCG rules. It's so it's like so those don't apply. It would be like if you had Harry Potter behind you. Like it just no. it, it it would be the same thing which uh, we've seen happen and it wasn't not, successful. All right, boo boo. Let's not uh, compare Harry Potter to Disney. Yeah, like Harry Potter is big. It ain't uh, Disney. Yeah, it seems a little wild and, and stupid. Um, like it's Harry a Potter, single. Where it's Harry a single Potter park Potter? in Disney. <laughs> That's a single park. If you universal. Will. They don't. Even, they didn't make the Disney cut. Oh, they didn't. Um, yeah. Where does where did Harry Potter pop up in that IP list? In your fake IP <laughs> list <laughs> that had Yu-Gi-Oh so cards and Pokemon. So in love with that IP list. It is that is like disproven several times over. Doesn't matter to me. You let him have it. You got. Dude, give you got me this. another list. Give me. Give me the proven list. Give me another list of things that are unknowable. <laughs> How is it? It's not the unknowable. unknowables. I was it's, with you, George, until something became unknowable. There's no way to know what a bigger IP is. How would you judge that? I I want. Do you guys do you guys want to hang out and measure I penis? <laughs> no, we have our intro, <laughs> and we have our intro. You always ruin it by saying that. No, that's now how I they have know. To like, now I have to like clip it out, and I do that just so you have to do that. I want you to know that. <laughs> you want me to make the joke again, and you can mute him. Yeah, yeah no. go for it. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave this all in. This is um, part of it now. <laughs> <laughs> like I like this is gonna be what like everybody's intro. freaking out because nobody like there were like people who do magic want all in people who do Pokemon want all in people who do sports want all in everybody wants every box I'm like well yeah it's like you know is that another what? knock against Commander Masters not to divulge back to an earlier take yeah, but we got hundred percent Lord of the this Lord is, of the Rings is hype and Lorcana Commander Masters is doomed it's doomed listen like. Well, it could have an mm. adverse effect. Bingo. Where like stores don't order as much Commander Masters because they have to they know they're gonna pay for their twenty thousand dollar ah. Lorcana order. <laughs> and so oh, twenty thousand. That might be the that might be the shipping. Um so, <laughs> so then like Commander Masters pumps because nobody has it. 
I, I have pulled my store to get ready for pallets. So I'm, like, I'm like, I'm going all in. I'm going Commander all in. Masters is the new indie TCG that will succeed. I'm like, I'm going all in. Commander Masters and Lurkana that month for my bank account is going to be. I can't wait. I can't. Louis, do you want to get together and put like a ramen care package together for George? For I will month? need it that month. I will need it that month. <laughs> Josh, are you going to open any Lurkana on your channel? I don't know about on the channel. Maybe on my own personal channel, but I, I think I'm going to open some Lurkana. I, you have to, right? I'm if you're into TCGs, you have on my to. Channel. I'm going to make a channel just so I can open Lorcana. You <laughs> should. That, George, that would be honestly the time you for would, you to start a channel would be this. 100, especially because you, you're you so passionate about this. Can it, it be would called be May the be with you? Would that be all right? I, I, the I don't have a dog is, in this fight. If you start a channel on it, I'm going to want it to fail just so I have to watch you suffer on your YouTube channel of it failing. Like, as soon as you, when you listen to us. percent chance a YouTube channel of me would fail. I've seen me. I'm beautiful. Not the YouTube channel. Your channel will be successful. Okay, great. But like seeing you go through the sadness and documenting oh. that. Like, <laughs> of Arcana failing? Yeah. Like that's good. Like that's a great movie. I'm telling that you. Is. That's, 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 that's a, it's called the, a rerun. The, um, so like. The rise and fall of Went, the Lorcana story. Um, so like, it'll be great. I slowly stick in madness. No, you understand these boxes we, will be worth 1K. Um. <laughs> We open we open eighty boxes on stream. The fall of George, the Lorcana TCG oh my God, story. We have to do that. We have to do a Lorcana box opening on release day. No. We have to. Uh, I was watching. Uh, okay, Rattle, shout out guys. to shout out to Rattle Pokemon. No, screw that. Who has Jordan? Opened, Jordan, give me skeleton. Will you open box of Lorcana with me on release day? Go ahead. Rattle Pokemon has opened two thousand four hundred packs of Evolving Skies and not hit the Moonbrion. <laughs> he did a two hour stream the other night. And I was that, watching did, the end of it, and I was like, "Oh, I've been there. I've been that sad before on stream. You, it's so hard you, to keep streaming. It's so hard to keep going when you're that depressed and that tired." I mean, he was only two hours. Ours was twelve, but you know, like, oh. Anyway, horrible, rough, rough days. All right, rough days. Let's move on. Let's finish this. I'm tired. Um. <laughs> Son, I've been tired. Uh, MetaZoo uh, toys, eBay toys, maybe. Uh, this is a great. We're going to answer this question. It's, it's not toys. It's not. It's not. It's not eBay toys. It's run English. I'm sorry. You're the one who told us the topic for this MetaZoo segment, and you said toys, and I typed it in. So, uh, you said eBay toys. I didn't say eBay. You did. We were both. I did there. not. Uh, I said run English. So uh, the question we're we're answering here is MetaZoo tweeted, Mike tweeted out or put in Discord. It's the same thing. Tweet and Discord is all one. He uh, Discord message at everyone. Uh, where is it? Where's the picture? This is great. It's this way great. up there. Anyone else a huge fan of Ron English? Wonder what we have planned. Dot dot dot. So let's wonder what they have planned for Ron. So English. should we go over who Ron English is first or no? Yeah, I would love for you to tell me who that is. It is either the most important or second most important um, indie toy maker alive today. It's a hammer cause. Um, they do super duper duper high end collectible toys. And I candidly like this is why like I've always said this like Mike is a remarkably dangerous CEO because this is one hell of a coup to pull off. Ron English has made some of the most iconic figures in that space in the last fifty years. Okay, are you looking? He's at immensely the, important. 
Are you looking like? At, are you looking at the picture? No. Is what he picture? the one on the left with the really cool beard, or is he the yes. one in the middle? Left. Okay. Good. No um, offense to the person in the middle, but like the beard makes him cooler. And Mike is on the right. Um, and like the new spelt Mike, might I add, is on the right. Um, like this is why Mike is so dangerous as CEO because he can pull this stuff off. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can pull this stuff off. I can't think of another TCK that can pull this off. And like that's wild. Like that's yeah. totally wild. Like you're going to have a whole new set of eyeballs on MetaZoo because of this that are very, 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 very high-end collectors. That's cool. Very high-end collectors. So what do you think it becomes? What is your prediction? What is what is the product line that so, we see MetaZoo launch as a result of this? What does it look like? My favorite thing Ron English has done is like the morbidly obese um, characters from the serials. We're like, you would love them because you're fat. Um, we're like, they have like the fat toucan from like Fruit Loops, but it's not, the, it's not, it's obviously not that because it'd be IP infringement, but it's something that looks a little similar to the toucan from Fruit Loops, but he's a little fat, a little chunky. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling those up. Okay. Um, they're called serial killers. Is that what yeah. they're called? That's, that's a good pun. Oh, those are cool. They're just like, yeah, they are fat. They do look like me. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um I will Are they um are they uh they're not ceramic, right? They're like uh nope, almost they're like plastic. a Funko Pop yep, esque type. That's cool. Um I suspect we'll see I my my question is will we see those like in meta like in like in a version of meta do boxes? Like will you get a Mothman in a CN one type style box? That's my gut. <laughs> Uh, so I did some research and I found uh, this like uh, it feels a little bit like um, the pin club boxes yeah. where there's like mini figures and this yeah. is where I think uh, this is my prediction of where this lands. Um, so he also has huge figures too, though, right? Where you can get I think you can get like the the either blind boxes or fake blind boxes for the toys, and then you can have you know big ones. Um, mm-hmm. I will warn everybody: his stuff is usually not inexpensive <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's usually i have some cause figurines and they were not they were not cheap um like i like i'll be going nuts on these like i'm super like i'm not gonna i, I can't imagine my store would sell these to be honest with you but i'll be buying some for me <laughs> I, like i want them i feel like there was an announcement previous i can't imagine a product less likely to sell in my store because they all have to go on like these nuclear submarines than an enormous plastic figurine that like is worth a lot of money like like i don't know if that's the right fit for my store but it's the right fit for me wasn't there a um wasn't there a conversation with mike about doing like an ebay exclusive figure like there was a bunch of like oh mike don't do that to me don't make this ebay exclusive I, figure i wonder if that that's me. what happens here is that there's no. like uh no mike would not do that to me um they're pretty cool though. I, I think I think this is like the type of thing. Like everyone likes the plushies. I'm not a plushie fan. I know that that burns you up inside, George. I don't like my dogs get them. They chew them up. They the fluff like, goes like, everywhere. I can't keep control of my product, so I don't like them. What, what's the other? What's the other one? They come in the the square boxes. That Pop everyone figures? goes crazy. Yeah. How about how do you feel about those? I like my I, dogs I, get them. It's crazy. 
I, I'm not like a, I don't collect pop figures. Like no. I think frankly, pop figures, the, the pop figure thing feels a lot like beanie babies to me. Like it feels like a, a, oh my God. a, a fake oh market. My God. Oh my like, God. Like we're like, like, you know, it's like all artificial, but like <laughs> you just, you just insulted like so many viewers. All of I, I have this like vinyl Pokemon figure from 1998 that, has been out of box yeah because like it was i you you were like "Ah, like it was fun and i think that's a win like i think that's a win for the meta zoo like i would give my daughter this i would not give her a uh, like she has stuffed animals but like she cries (laughs) she cries because the stuffed animals get (laughs) dirty and she colors on them with markers like i'm just not a fan of Stuff I just don't like parenting. Continue, Louis. <laughs> I'm a fan. It's been a long day. Uh, I'm a fan of of washable vinyl figures. I think they're cool. Like I, I think these have longer staying power as a collectible than a, uh, you know, than a. So um, honestly, like Ron English destroyed Funko Pops for me because I'm just like, why would I have a Funko Pop when I have a Ron English, when I have like a Ron English toy? Yeah. Like, look at those toys he made and be like, that's awesome. Yeah. I saw uh, doing some research for this segment, which I know is a little outside the, the, you know, not not like that. What we do that the Ron English toys do look like those. Those are neat. Those are things that would look cool. cool. They'd look cool on shelves. Like, and I will say this, like, I hope they do the fat mouth man. (laughs) Like I want the fat mouth man in a pretty bad way. And if they don't call it the Louie, I don't know what we're doing here. (laughs) I accept. I, <laughs> I humbly accept your free advertisement. Thank you. Um, anyway, I think it's cool. I this is the type of stuff I thought I thought we would see more of from Metazoo. Like we're seeing, we've seen a ton of skateboards. We've seen, but a bunch these of ones you can't flip it in your head. Oh what? Didn't you tell me that these new ones you can't do a one eighty backflip or some crazy stuff that you could never do on any skateboard if your life depended on it? I think it's. I think you're looking for kickflip, George. Yeah, all the same. I I, th- I can do none of it, just like Louis. I was also proven wrong. There was somebody who was very adamant that you can kickflip on a non nose tilted or angled board. So listen, apparently anyone in the human race can do a ton of things. We can't. Yeah. We can't kickflip that board. I, I can kick up a right. I can kick up a regular board. No way, I, that's true. BS. No short tomorrow. YouTube. YouTube short tomorrow. YouTube short tomorrow. Do it. I'm not do doing it. YouTube short tomorrow. Do it. I'm not. There's private no private video private video that when you break yourself, I will make into a YouTube yeah. short. Then there. I will send you a video of me kickflipping tomorrow. You would tomorrow. Die you have until the end of the day. <laughs> okay. You, you would if not, into flames. If not, you not. I used to skateboard a lot. How long ago was that? Like. A long time ago, but I still have my skateboard. It's like riding a bike. You don't, you don't forget listen, it, Louis. I got, I got I got to teach your young butt a lesson. I used to do a lot of really cool dunks too, and that was also thirty that's pounds different. ago. That was thirty pounds ago, that's dude. Different. That's, that's different. different. that's different. That's different. That's different. I'm not sure. It's not skateboarding. Yeah, I. Uh, that follows. Yeah, we need a we need a May the Zoo be with you episode. That's just jackass. I made the zoo We do not need that. We, we don't. do not need that. We don't. We do. You know, my wife is embarrassed enough about the things I say on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I'm excited about this. I, I wish we had more info. Like, there's this is like a typical well, Mike like, thing. Like, oh, no, hey, here's like, something cool, and then we speculate on it. Anou- announcement of an announcement. Wrong. I mean, like in his defense, like Ron Anderson takes time. Like no, this sure. is like this yeah. is like in Ron Anderson's courthouse now. Like this is like, Daddy Ron takes his time. Like, you don't you don't rush. Brilliant. My prediction is it ends up on eBay as an eBay exclusive. Toy. No, Mike wouldn't do that to me. Mm. Listen, that's that a, that's how you mass market this stuff too. It's and like I'm fine man. with an eBay version, but like, come on, man, you need to be someone that eBay. is yeah, more familiar with Ron English. And if you're chasing down Ron English toys, you're probably pretty familiar with eBay. Like I would, I would buy this as a part. Like I'm a Metazoo partner. Like, I would buy some of them as a partner, but like this is not going to be something that sells super well in my store. Like this is not like a like this is something I think Metazoo needs to do to push the brand to new levels. That's like that's the type of thing I would I would expect this to end up being. So, yeah. No. Okay. Cool. We done. We're done. That's, this we're is done. my favorite part of the podcast. With <laughs> at the end, Louis goes. Okay. So we done. Hard transition. That's what Louis that is all great. about. That was great. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to Josh's channel. Finally, and then. <laughs> and also, be on the lookout for me and Jordan to do an eighty box opening of Lurkon in a couple months. Go, George. What's your YouTube channel going to be named? May the Lord be with you. A Magic the Gathering podcast. Love it. And uh, make sure you Long hit the like it. button and hit subscribe and leave some comments in the algorithm. Also, Talk if you about the- Funkos versus Lord of the Rings. Which one is the more wrong on? If you hit the share button, it does a lot for the algorithm. You don't even have to oh share God. it anywhere. But just hitting the share button does more for the algorithm than commenting or liking the video. Fun fact for you. Um, or actually share the video with people that you think might so be interested in this kind this of stuff. debauchery. This like, is, what do you mean? This yeah. is why content creation is so depressing. What? Because some of us actually care about... Yeah, like, because the, you care about how many people of our business. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm so mad at you. Uh, who? I'm so, I'm f- yes. <laughs> what? Never mind. George, we're supposed to, you know everything about being a carny. We know everything about content. I make a living being a carny. Louis some makes a us, living as a YouTuber. Some of us try to make a living as a YouTuber, George. <laughs> try. Some of us gave up on that dream long ago. <laughs> Alright, everyone. This has gotten depressing, so we're going to end it. Goodbye. Be kind to the people around you and may the zoo be with you. And also with you, Color Connor. Also with you. <laughs>